Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Boom! DDT! Alright, can you hear me now, huh? Uh, yeah. Alright. Welcome everyone to the episode 5, The Rumble in Paradise, live from Destin, Florida. How you doing, Jeff? I'm doing good. Denver's nice weather and we're just chilling out here, man. How you doing in Florida? It's good, man. It's like, it hasn't been, today's the coldest day, it's still like 80 degrees, so it's still super hot down here. Is it humid? No, I mean, yeah, sometimes, but not too bad. Not too bad, but yeah, sometimes. Yesterday was real bad. But the beach, the sun is just killer. Like, that, it just roasted Samantha's chest. She's got like a rat, like a Daniel Bryan after some Ric Flair slaps type of chest going. Oh, yeah. Um, I looked up where you guys are, and like, you, you, you're like, what, 45 miles from Gulf Shores or some shit? Uh, we're like 40 miles, I think, from Panama Beach. Okay. I was, just, I was referencing Gulf Shores because as a kid I went there with Jason and uh, got a real bad sunburn on my back on the first day that went out there. No, no SPF. Oh, yeah. That's a, and, bi- that's a big mistake. Yeah. And had to have uh, Debbie Sherbeck rub aloe on my back, which is very weird when you're in third grade. <laughs> your best friend's mom rub it low shot your back and then you have to go out and just wear a shirt on the beach for seven days straight oh yeah it was it's been like that uh i've i haven't had to go with the shirt yet too much i've been keeping that spf 50 caked on heavy every two hours for sure but we should be able to spell that (laughs) Oh yeah, we've been spending a lot of time at the pool actually, surprisingly, because uh, the kids like the pool for some reason. You drive all the way to Destin and everybody wants to hang out at the pool. That's how it always is, man. How old are the kids? Uh, we'd have to ask Hillis for an official, but I think it's two, four, and five. Oh wow, they have three of them? No, the other one is uh, my, my brother Dusty's oldest and then we have his youngest but he's not even old enough to really do anything you know he's a baby right i got you that's cool man but yep we are live from destin and like we like we teased before uh, my brother-in-law hills is going to be joining us after he gets through uh the second round of uh family pictures we did family pictures last night and samantha took them um but they just weren't good enough they were trashy Really? Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> that's a that's a word Stephanie likes to use. But um, <laughs> no, it was it was pretty funny. Um, 
he got his shirt all wet right before he went down there. Like, classic, he just goes to the sink and turns on the sink and somehow sprays that hose thing all over his shirt like five minutes before pictures. Totally, I can picture that. <laughs> and then uh, none of the girls were smiling for any of them, so we had to. He's got to do a second run. So um, gotcha. whenever the boss lets him off the hook, he should be here. Nice. Can you hear that uh, island breeze in the background? I hear a little breeze. Not an island, but That's, that beach breeze. Yeah, tropical. So I got to watch Raw and SmackDown, but on a different level because we're on vacation obviously um but it was pretty funny i took i got the hulu in the living room to work once and i had raw going with all the family watching it so that was pretty funny really yeah but it was only for like the first segment still that's that's a that's a quality family wwe type <laughs> hey it's a family program exactly so what'd you do today you had a concert Oh no, um, so in student teaching, I've uh, gotten through the eight weeks at high school, and now I've moved on to eight weeks at grade school. Okay. So, yeah, so this was my first week at a completely different grade school, completely different side of town, completely different demographic of students. Like, it's more, this is closer to like a... Uh, Denver University area, which uh, I guess for Peoria would be comparable to Bradley area. Yeah. So it's just kind of like nicer homes, uh, more upscale families and such. So how do you... not rich families by any chances. I mean, they're still inner city families, so like middle class at least, you know. Yeah, so how do you like the uh, grade school kids compared to the high school? It's, it's a lot of culture shock. I mean, the, the kids the kids are just as nice at either place, you know. That's uh, good. But teaching is, like, I haven't done much teaching yet. I've just mostly been observing. But teaching just seems easier in the music realm because you don't have to, like, uh, blend all your lessons into rehearsals. And you don't have to, like, cancel lessons to, like, perfect music of any sort. You can just focus straight on lessons, you know. I gotcha. How many weeks? So how, how many weeks are you in? Huh? How long have you been doing the grade school? Oh, this is my first week, so just four days. Okay. Well, so I'll be doing it uh, until until mid December, and then that's it. Then I get my degree. Nice. So you doing like a? We had a uh, music teacher back in the day named Mrs. Oslin Joslin, went by Mrs. AJ. And uh, she used to stand up there and strum the guitar while we sang along. Is that something you're going to be doing? I've already, I've already introduced them to the mandolin because it's a wacky instrument that they like. So, so you... I've, I've, I've picked it a little bit, but my, my, uh, the other teacher that I'm working with, she, she'll strum the guitar or play the the shippe or whatever. They got yeah, a piano. I'll jump over the mandolin at some point. Hell yeah, they got a piano in there? No piano, no. That's surprising. A little bit, yeah, I'd say. But they, they do have, like, what they call modern band or rock band instruments, so, like, you can just straight up teach them guitar, bass, and drum set eventually. 
I don't know if I'll be there for that part of it or they're saving that for the spring. But I'm hoping I'm a part of that because that's fun. That's So do they have a box full of percussion instruments to jam out to like we used to? Because I used to get those, i am be getting those bongos, motherfucker, for sure. No, we had, we had a pretty shitty grade school music experience, or I guess probably pretty typical for the 90s, but music in grade school is uh, up their game. Nowadays, uh, at least this school, they're, they're practicing ukuleles instead of recorders, which is a hell of an improvement. If you remember how annoying a recorder sounds, <laughs> a nice ukulele is like a... It's, it's a great change from a recorder, you know? You, you can't, like make an annoying sound on a ukulele, really. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember. I could pick up a, a damn recorder and hit you with that hot hot cross buns right away, I think. <laughs> totally, dude. Everyone can. <laughs> I think even South Park made fun of it when they did that uh, five million students play a uh, recorder along with uh, Yoko Ono or some shit like that. Like oh. one of those really old episodes. Really? I never saw that. Uh, they, they played the brown note in that episode that made everyone in the world crap their, pants, crap their pants. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely remember that one. Ooh. Did you hear that? That too? No, this mic is picking up everything. So, if it sounds a little different here for the listening audience, it's because we're on the third, the, the third floor of our uh, rental house. We got a nice breeze coming in the uh, Destin Sunset. So you might hear a little bit of traffic, might hear an old guy uh, coming by on his uh, his golf cart making sure everything's legit out here and everybody's falling in line. They run a pretty tight... Oh, yeah, they run a pretty tight ship out here. Yeah. Yep, uh, khaki shorts, white sneakers, patrol of the yard. <laughs> Absolutely, you nailed it. They got a blue shirt, blue polos on. Oh, yeah, totally, dude. <laughs> you know that crowd. Oh, nice. Guess who just made it in? Hills is here. <laughs> that would be my intro music if I were a wrestler. <laughs> Has anybody already used that one? Oh, you gotta sit down. Uh, anything you touch on the table is super loud, so try to keep it on the side. Alright. <clears throat> we got Jeff on Skype over here. Oh, yeah, we're doing it live. But he's not on Skype, he's oh. just on speaker. Oh, not much. I just got back. We had to do a redo of photos because the kids ruined them the other night. So I got to dress up twice, go down to the beach, take some snapshots. Hell yeah. You got to get the pictures right, man. Oh, yeah. It's all about capturing the memories a million times. Totally. <laughs> My wife's a little bit of a photo Nazi. So, um, Jeff, I wanted to introduce a new segment this week that I thought Hills would... Uh, Hills, so try to put that on the ground. You can hear that like crazy. <clears throat> yeah, if you, anything you touch the table, it's like the loudest <laughs> thing ever. Um, and you could probably talk from about there, and it'd be right. I'll let you know. All right. But, um, yeah, I wanted to introduce a new topic, and it's going to be the Central Illinois Hall of Fame. So, yeah. So I was uh, talking with the guy who did our logo, uh, Lucha Lee Bear, follow on Instagram um, about uh, he was talking about the movie uh, Airborne we were talking about yeah have you seen that no so it's like a it's like I think it's a 90s movie you think it's 90s Jeff 
young Jack Black in it. Yeah, so it's like a 90s movie about um, riding around. The, the There's a kid that's a surfer uh, from, like, you know, California that moves to lame-ass Cincinnati and uh, starts doing rollerblading instead of surfing. You ever seen it? It kind of reminds me of Johnny Tsunami a little bit. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the uh, Disney Channel original. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's 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 so it's kind of like you've seen Heavyweights. Yeah. Okay, so it's on like a Heavyweights level. So anyway, he told me to watch uh, Paper Brigade. Have you seen that? No. So I haven't seen that one. And then uh, we just kept talking, and then he sent me a picture of a Butch's Pizza, and I didn't have to ask him. I could tell you right away that was a Butch's White. You could <laughs> white garlic. <laughs> oh yeah. So I fig- I told him, oh, that's a Central Illinois first ball at ho- Hall of Famer. Do you agree, Jeff? Oh, yeah. Totally, dude. Yeah, so I was... Can't go wrong with the pushes. No. Is that your... What do you? What kind of pizza are you eating out there? I have uh, two pizzas. One's from Chicago, and one's probably also from Chicago. Uh, one's the home run in. Are you familiar with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not, not impressed or obsessed, but familiar. Oh, man, it's, it's, it's good for what it is out here, man. Uh, then the other one is just straight-up called Deep Dish, and probably the best frozen deep dish, like, that's, that's pretty close to Chicago Deep Dish, you know? It's just called Deep Dish? Yep, no, nothing funny about it. Deep Dish Pizza. <laughs> okay. What are you eating, Hillis? I'm a Tombstone Red Baron guy to the end. I buy the butchers occasionally, but they're a little, they're a little pricey. You're a pizza freak, Tombstone. I, what? You don't like the Tombstone? No, I like no, I like the Tombstone. I was ready for Jess to say like Totino's or something like uh, that. We used to oh, we Steve. Oh hell no, dude! <laughs> I'll tell you why I think it's about Tombstone. Tombstone or Red Baron, I call those weekday pizzas because you don't want those on the weekend. That's not a celebration pizza. That's what helps get you through the week. <laughs> or you're drunk out in the garage with your buddies and you throw a couple oh, of yeah, pizzas oh, yeah. in. You know what I want to see come back is pizzazzes. Pizzazzes were good, man. What happened to those things? Did they make some dark fires or something? (laughs) Unnecessary shelf space, but back in my single days, I had a pizzazz, some kind of quesadilla maker. Uh, I'd say they had all those little things. They had one thing they made, but it took up a lot of cabinet room. Didn't you used to have one in the garage? Yeah, yeah. Well, when we were building the house and we didn't have a kitchen, I was cooking pizzas in the garage, <laughs> doing it hood style. Yeah. So I thought I thought the the Butch's White was first ballad Central Illinois Hall of Fame. Do you have any other suggestions, Jeff? Are we talking items, or are we talking like people too? Anything. I'm gonna go Richard Pryor all day long. Wow, well, yeah. <laughs> that's an easy one. Yeah. I'm putting I'm putting the I'm putting the, uh, the kitchen cooked. I didn't say somebody's got to say kitchen cooked. I'm thinking the kitchen cooked uh, cheese curl. Ooh. Ooh. You know what I'm talking about? The puffed. I wasn't a big puff guy, but I'll get down on kitchen cooked all day long. See, I never had the puffs before the car ride down here. And they were a hot commodity. There was little cheesy fingerprints all over the whole damn car. <laughs> Bags being passed from the back to the front and everything. But they are a hell of a lot better than like Cheetos brands or any of the other ones. 
sure. But I don't know if you caught wind of this out where you're at, but they had to, because they made them take all the trans fats out of oils and all that stuff, they had to change the kitchen cooked recipe, and people are up in arms about it. Oh, I can imagine. Because that. they taste different. <laughs> Do they really, though? I don't, I've never, I never cared for them in the first place. I didn't, I couldn't compare the two before and after. Yeah, I don't, I didn't pe- like them before, still don't like them now. People <laughs> love the, uh, they love the kitchen cooked original, but like they taste waxy. There's like a waxy film. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Of course. You, Jeff, you know about the wax. Yeah. So I I vote for the kitchen curl myself. Oh, I love the wax, dude. I think that adds to the flavor. Well, they're, <laughs> they're good for uh, they're good for dipping though. The wax doesn't bother me in a nice dip. Good. Sure. Holds the chip to better, better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can really let it soak. We were just talking about that the other night. My grandpa used to uh, take the biggest dips you'd ever seen, man. I'm talking like huge. Huge fucking dips. And uh, my grandma would always get mad at him, and we were making fun of Hills last night because he was taking some big boy dips. I'm a big dipper. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we'll have to keep that one open for later to add on to the uh, Central Illinois Hall of Fame. Oh, you know who's going in as far as wrestling? we got to go with uh, Maria Kanellis. Would you consider her a lock? Yeah, it is pushing the... How, how far away is Ottawa? Uh, like 70 miles, I think. To the north. Ottawa's up by LaSalle, Peru. It's like an hour and a half drive. Yeah. Maybe. Well, that's where this yeah, girl's from? Not there or anything. That's not the issue. Like, there's no highway that goes from Peoria to Ottawa. You just gotta take a country road. Mm-hmm. What do you take? This is a, t- this is a crook driving test. <laughs> What do you think? I mean, there's multiple routes, but the classic one would just be Route 6 to 29, 17 to 39. Yeah, that's right. I might have to hop on 80 for a hot second. Yep. I was going to go the same route. That's pretty goddamn impressive, coming from a guy who hasn't driven in a long time. Hey, now. Hey, now. A couple years ago, I got off of... (laughs) It wasn't too long ago, I myself got off five years of a three-year suspension. Happens the best of us. <laughs> so yeah, it's be, been a while. It'll be a little difficult today, so hopefully we won't be stumbling over each other too much. But me and Hillis are here together, and Jeff's on the old speakerphone, so it might be a bit hard. But we're gonna do our best. Yeah, just shoot to me when you need me to put in any input in. That make it easier. Oh yeah. What uh? So back to the guy with the butch's pizza. Does does he live somewhere else that they distribute that or? No, he lives in Peoria. Oh, okay. I thought. I think I don't know. He lives somewhere close. So was it on the uh, was it on the movie? No, I we mentioned something about like having sleep or birthday parties with Butch's Pizza. Yeah. On one of the podcasts, and that's what he messaged me about. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. I, I thought I thought you were saying that it was in the uh, airport movie. They threw a butchers up there for some unknown reason. <laughs> no. So keep that in mind for the future for the Central Illinois Hall of Fame. And also, we gotta watch. Uh, 
I'm gonna watch that uh, Paper Brigade with Bork, and we'll do a review on that. Hell yeah! So if you get a chance to watch Paper Brigade, do that. You know, Jeff, a good friend would send you a bottle of this new Butch's hot sauce they got out, and I'll call Ooh. sweet with a little bit of heat. It's a staple. Butch's hot sauce. Yeah. Get the kid out of town. No, it's good. It's good. Flavor packed. Zesty. Wow. Yeah, it's like a. It is. It's pretty good. It's kind of like it's. Yeah, it's on the on the lines of a uh, Monocle's French. Like it's sweet like that. Yeah. But it's still spicy. It's pretty good. That's badass, dude. Uh, I, I I love it already. <laughs> so um, let's get into a little bit of wrestling. Tell us about Raw. What'd you like from Raw? What I like the Raw most. Oh shit, I'm on the wrong week. What I like the Raw the most uh, was probably Ronda's, Ronda's whole promo. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, Ronda's, Ronda was spitting that straight fire. That was her best promo. It was like a little bit clunky, but it was super good. At first, at first yeah, but it, it, it smoothed out. So, how did that one turn out? Did the Bella Twins end up attacking them? So they just stood, they went, they didn't ever make any physical contact? No, uh, they started to walk to the ring and then, uh, stopped, brought out security, all male security, which Rhonda disarmed easily. Oh yeah. In a very realistic fashion. Oh yeah, I remember now. And then just chased the bell was out. So the thing, the... I liked it though, oh man. Oh no. It was their best promo. So at at uh, at Crown Jewel, is it? It's just Nikki versus Ronda, right? I guess so. So far, at least. Or is that is that the evolution thing that they're doing? Like I don't even oh, know. Yeah. I can't keep the views straight. No, you're right. The the Crown Jewel doesn't have any women. Remember, it's Saudi Arabia. Oh uh, yeah, Saudis. Yeah, they can. They they the women just started driving there. Oh yeah, they thought the driving thing like they wanted a pat on the back for letting women drive. It's like we <laughs> yeah. can we can't always assume that would be fine. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. No one's no one's dying from that. I can pick. I can hear uh, Adeline on this thing like clear as day. Oh really? Yeah, this thing so is. You're not having any problem picking me up. Oh no. Oh, right. Yeah, you can lay back. Me and Eric were talking about Saudis earlier. Who were the two guys that wore the white cloaks with the headbands and stuff back in the day that were dressed like Saudis? 
It was a. We think we have the answer, but we we're this is a pop quiz. What, what what year are we talking here? That's what I was thinking. Like, are you talking like Iron Sheik era? Because he wore something like that, right? He wore he wore a turban of some sort. Let's see. But I feel, I thought Iron wasn't Iron Sheik supposed to be Russian. Yeah, that could be true. I don't know. Yeah, throw a headdress on him. Call him whatever. Yeah. Yep, exactly. I just Googled it. I just Googled it and it says he is an Iranian American. Okay. Yeah. But he's not the guy that I'm thinking of. Yeah, you keep keep looking uh, for that. We gotta we gotta figure that out. Was it like a tag I mean, team? That's, a, that's what I'm picturing. Days. Yeah, Jinder Mahal, but that was before his time. Oh yeah, a long before. While he's looking for that, uh, what else from Raw? Um. I'll tell you what I didn't like. I don't know if you caught this, but uh, Taker and Kane did a quick video package to like retaliate uh, to Triple H and Shawn Michaels, and I thought that was like not in Taker and Kane's wheelhouse. Like it had like a white playing feel to it with the corny editing and stuff. Oh yeah, you didn't like it. I wasn't huge on it. No, I thought but, it was uh, the, like. Taker was talking way too fast pace. It just didn't seem Taker-ish. Yeah, it was definitely corny, but I kind of, I had an old school feel that I kind of liked. Yeah, I mean, I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it either, you know. Different. You should, you should see the cigarette situation out here, man. You'd lose your mind. <laughs> we had to go, my dad wanted these Mavericks. We had to go to three different places to get them. Every time I go to a gas station, it's some kind of funny shit. Like, I'm right now. I got a I got a soft pack of Newport Cadillacs because that's all they had. I went to Walmart for something. They had nothing. Like literally, like five packs on the shelf. The hell's the matter with them down there? I think it's it might be because of the hur- Hurricane Michael. <laughs> if people are I don't know driving from out of town and stocking up or something. <laughs> Maybe. I mean seriously, like how could it? I mean people smoke down here. It's the South. You should have seen. Yeah. You should have seen the hunt we were put on yesterday for a case of Bush Heavy and Maverick Hundreds. Yep. Three. Hard to find both in the same place. We got so flustered we walked out with the wrong beer. (laughs) (laughs) Three different places for this. Jesus, that sounds like like in Central Illinois. That that that'd be the most simple order that you could ever pick up. Yeah, oh yeah, those that that's real easy in central Illinois. Well, to top it all off, we got everybody blowing up our phones asking what's taking so damn long because we're supposed to be back for the Dolphin Sea Tour on the Sea Blaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went on a, this big dolphin. It was like a big-ass jet boat. How many people did it hold? 120. They said they had 118 on there yesterday. 
<clears throat> yeah, it was pretty sweet though. It, it went decently fast. I was hoping he'd really kick the tires and light the fires, but he never really did. Yeah. Oh, another thing I need to ask you about Raw, Eric. You know we got a rematch of a rematch for the main event. Oh yeah, the dude. They like I don't know if it's just the Hulu cut or what, but we can't get away from the Shield versus. Uh, Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre. Just can't can't get enough of it. They've done it for like, it feels like eight weeks in a row. It literally has been, dude. They're just trying to get through this clutter of pay-per-views that they got. Well, they're really just trying to push it along because like, whatever's gonna happen, the, you know, the Dean Ambrose heel turn, um... You know, it's really what these matches are about, or that story, not who wins and loses, but still, they've been playing it out forever. Finally, this one, we had uh, Drew McIntyre go um, retaliate against Braun Strowman, so they're definitely falling apart. Mm-hmm. Which could be good, because the the tag team titles are just totally irrelevant right now. They're not even, like, there's not even matches for it. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean... Yeah, I didn't think, like, I thought this Raw was pretty shitty. What did you think? Yeah, it was clunky. Not as clunky as SmackDown 1000, but I'll talk about that when it comes around. <laughs> oh, you didn't like it? I thought it was, uh, like, it was like the 25th anniversary of Raw where they just try to make it too special and it ends up being clunky overall and, like, rush. Yeah. Oh, they only got, yeah, they don't have much time. It's not like Raw where we got an extra hour. So before we move on to that, you got anything else from Raw? Uh, we got the rest of the World Cup qualified matches booked. So uh, one of the first one was Rollins versus McIntyre. Uh, Ziggler came down and distracted a couple of times uh, on uh, McIntyre's behalf. Ambrose was still running on what Seth Rollins liked to call Ambrose time. So he wasn't supposed to be at the arena yet but somehow popped up at the perfect time to save the match and give Rollins the win so of course he Rollins did. is going to the Yep, Rollins and uh, Drew or I'm sorry, Dolph Ziggler defeated uh, who did he defeat? Oh, Seth, or no? Ambrose. Oh, de- yep, defeated Ambrose. And uh, that was because uh once again, the same two people came in and tried to fucking get their hands in a cookie jar. And uh, Rollins actually bumped into Ambrose and uh, caught off that distraction. Like, Ambrose had a hot head and walked right into a Claiborne kick. and Or not a Claiborne kick, but uh, whatever the hell Dolph does, a famous or something. Or a super kick, I don't know. Yep. So we'll talk about that once we get all the SmackDown people in. But yeah, I think that was about it. It was pretty slow raw, besides Ronda with a really super strong uh, showing, which is good because her mic works pretty terrible. But um, 
she's definitely stepping it up, which I think she can be good in the future. One more thing. Did you like Angle's spot? Oh, I mean, it was so obvious. Why the hell would he be the conquistador? Like, so, if you didn't see it, um, there was a match with Kurt Angle versus AOP, just Baron Corbin sticking it to Angle for fucking him over last week. And, uh, for some reason they announced him as Kurt Angle, obviously, but he was dressed in the, uh, conquistador suit. So it was obvious that it wasn't going to be Kurt Angle. I mean, why would he be in that? It doesn't make any sense. Well, they, they kind of explained that because he didn't have uh, any wrestling gear. Ooh, I didn't catch but he that. Had that left over from the week before. Attention to detail. Yeah, that's good work, Jeff. Context clues. Did not catch that. So, uh, did you see the scene that set the, set the match up with Corbin and Angle backstage? Yeah, yeah, I just didn't put those two together. Okay, yeah, because you also got a quick look at, uh, God, who, who would you talk to? talking to a couple people you never see on the main card. Uh, shit, let me find a backstage. Oh, Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. And then No Way Jose, man. Well, I think they're like people... You never see. No, I think, you're, I think we're supposed to see him. We just don't see him because we broke-ass motherfuckers that only watch Hulu. <laughs> yeah, that could be. That could be. <laughs> Have you told him about the Hulu struggle in this house? Oh, yeah, we didn't. So, this house, like... The TV has been hilarious. Like, it's been the big... Like, the house is super nice. For some reason, the TV and everything about it's horrible. Whenever you try, really? Whenever you try to turn up the volume, it says, like, TV volume is is uh, in, fixed. In, yeah, fixed volume or something like Fixed that. volume. So if we got any tech guys out there that want to message us on uh, Instagram and let us know what the hell that means, um, the volume <clears throat> excuse me, would go up and down. You could turn it up and down. But then all of a sudden, during a commercial or something, it just get loud as shit. So we had it all the way down in the middle of the night, and we were outside hanging out on the porch. And uh, all of a sudden, it just got turned all the way up, and there's this huge sound bar below it, and it like woke everybody up in the house. It was super loud. So I don't. Jesus. You ever heard of a fixed TV or a fixed volume? No, I mean unless they have some fancy pants audio set up, like through. Through a PA or a receiver of some sort. I sent her a text to bring me a beer. <laughs> Somebody's supposed to be bringing you a beer? I sent the wife a text to bring me a beer, and she just came up here, took something out of the room, and left. <laughs> here I am still thirsty. <laughs> um, I mean, you, told, you didn't tell me you're on the beach, you didn't, you didn't come prepared yourself, Dylan? No, I, I brought up two bush lights, but they're about gone already. And it's, uh, okay. it's fairly warm down here. The one that wasn't in the little knockoff Yeti koozie thing, about piss warm already. <laughs> that that'll happen in Florida. Oh, we had a we've had a couple of good bug and bug situations here. Baby hummingbird. So uh, Hills was out, or you could tell it, Hills. Tell us about when you discovered that bug. Everybody else went to bed. I was having a snack. And I saw what appeared to be a baby hummingbird flying around the living room. And then <laughs> it landed on top of the fan, like the ceiling fans down here have like, you know, like palm leaves or whatever, they, like the blades are huge. So the thing was sitting up there. I was like, fuck, it's like 12 o'clock at night. I'm drunk, ready to go to sleep. I'm not about to get out a ladder or a chair and break my ankle trying to kill this stupid thing. So I did what anybody do. I took a picture of it and then I let it be. And I fell asleep on the couch. And then the next night, 
I had told a couple people about it, but didn't tell my wife because she is deathly afraid nobody in this house would have slept till that thing was dead. So, in an effort just to get her worked up the next night, I showed her the picture of it. Big mistake. Oh, yeah. She was freaking out, and I was saying, I was like, well, I figure it's nocturnal. It came out really late last night. I haven't seen it all today. So, he should probably be flying around here pretty soon. I shit you not, 30 seconds later, that fucker comes flying out of the curtains or wherever is hanging out all day, and it was just a meltdown in the house. Yeah. She yeah. said... She, we, we couldn't find the bug, and she said she was going to get a hotel. Wow. So, so she's, uh, like, it's been years since I've, like, uh, had any extended exposure with Steph, like, back when we used to have sleepovers and everything. But I don't recall her being, like, that scared of bugs or nothing like that. Deathly afraid. Deathly. Oh, yeah, she's, she's... There was one the other night where she called us all idiots because we weren't acting fast enough. Oh, yeah, so... <laughs> Well, to finish that story, we 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 finished. Uh, to finish that story, we found that bug, and eventually killed it. And this thing, I don't know what it was, but it did look really weird, and it was big. The one from last night? Where, where no, the one in the house. It? Yeah, it was a palmetto bug. Oh, it was. Yeah. But it did. It had wing. It had wings and a body like a straight up bird. It looked like a bird. I, I believe it. I've seen some chunky motherfuckers down there. Oh yeah. So then. But, uh, what with. Oh, we killed it with, uh, so it was, we found in a light, classic, you know, fly towards the light, so we found in a light fixture, and, uh, just turned off the light so it would escape, and then we heard it buzz, like, you could, you could literally, it was audible, we were watching TV and everything, and you hear this little fucker flying around like a bird. Flying into walls. So, um, yeah, so we, uh, oops, so we ended up, uh, Getting it out of the light fixture, heard it buzzing around, and then killed it with a, with a slide. Like a uh, flip flop. A slide. Yeah, like a like a shoe, like a flip flop. Oh, I, I thought you meant like a play school children's slide. That's <laughs> that's, that's I I wouldn't ever thought of being like described. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't think of the flip flop being called a slide. So when he said that, I turned my head over because I was wa- looking at something else. But yeah, I was like a slide. <laughs> yep. So then the other was that the was it the same night with the other bug? No, it was a couple nights prior where we were out on the porch and there was some bug flying around. Probably the same species. Yeah, it was. So anyway, this bug comes up and like gets in the track of the sliding glass door. We couldn't get to it fast enough, and yeah. uh, like of course it wasn't gonna fly to just leave it alone. Like we had to locate and murder this son of a bitch. Or else nobody yeah. is sleeping. So, um, so we keep moving the sliding door back and forth and finally get it to pop out and we're all just kind of laughing. And, uh, I was getting my shoe off to kill it and we're just, you know, we're not like, we're not like jumping on it because nobody's afraid of it but her. And she's standing on a chair and she's like, act fast, you, what did she say? Act idiots. Fa- act fast, you idiots. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Ooh, that was a nice chopper sound we just picked up. Yep. Charlie came up over the horizon. Yep. <clears throat> so yeah, it was pretty funny. She was like a she was like the Disney villain in a movie, like yelling at her peons, like on her high horse up on a chair. <laughs> yelling like, at fast, the min- you idiots. <laughs> yeah, yell- oh, yelling at the minions. Yeah. Totally. Oops. Alright, so let's do a little bit of SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown 1000, 1000th episode. Do you remember SmackDown Hills? Do I remember it? Yeah. Did, is that the one we only got to watch five minutes of it before the Hulu thing froze up, I thought? No, 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 like from when you watched wrestling. or. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in those days, it was only like Monday Night Raw yeah, and then SmackDown. Yeah, that's how it still is. When I was real little, it was just Saturday morning. Oh, yeah. Saturday morning, or I think, hell, I'm probably wrong. No, you're not wrong. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, there was Saturday morning wrestling. And those are the days I remember seeing those Saudi guys dressed up in the white robes and stuff with a little band around their head. So what are you thinking, like early 90s? Yeah. What year were you born? 87? 85. Back around the Nine Deuce, probably, somewhere in there. 92? We're going to have to figure that out. It's going to bug me. Yeah, because, yeah, we were too young in 92, that's for sure. Um, but anyway, yeah, SmackDown Live, 1,000th episode. I was, I thought the video package at the beginning was pretty cool. Like, it had a lot of stuff that I forgot about, so I was excited about the video package. But the music was lame. I don't remember what it was, but it was pretty whack. Yeah, even, well, even the video, they still, like, cleaned it up a little bit. Like I touched on last week, they made it with the DX. They just made it a little more PC. Oh, for sure. They got a family product now. Like, they, they could have had that son of a bitch, like, have a lot more boobs and a lot more son of bitches from Stone Cold and stuff, you know, or... Middle fingers. Rock, rock calling people transvestite monkeys or something, you know? Yeah. No, they definitely did, and you could tell they didn't have a ton of product to work with because uh, there, was some, there was a lot of recycled takes. Yeah, they replayed, like, the same scenes multiple times in it, that's for sure. Yeah. But, but I still like it. No, I was pretty excited. Like, I was pretty excited by the intro. I thought that was pretty sweet. Like I said, the music was garbage. Um, and then it opened up with... How did it, oh, it opened up with uh, uh, Truth TV. And yeah. that didn't get too far. Uh, their first guest was Stephanie McMahon. And then Shane interrupted her. So we got some Shane stuff. Um, and then the the god himself, the godfather, the boss, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, came out next with a nice strut to the screen, and he got a huge pop. Oh, yeah. Probably the biggest of the night. Yeah, I would say so, but anytime Vince shows up, that's pretty important. Yeah. Um, well, it's that's what I was going to say. Like, it was sweet that he came out, but he did absolutely nothing. All he said was it's time for a, a dance uh, 
What do you say? Oh, a dance Next break, break. yeah. Yeah, the, the entire promo had no, like, it was a pure uh, house show promo, you know? There's absolutely no purpose storyline to it. No. Even though, it, like, it looks like it, it might be at first what with Steph coming out and then Shane coming out and Steph trash talking Shane and, like, saying how Raw's better than SmackDown and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it, it, it fell flat. Like, the fact that all, all three McMahons just started dancing at the end when there's supposed to be a little heat in the kitchen, I, I, I wasn't with that. Oh, yeah. So it turned into who got served. <laughs> it was like, it was just horrible people that can't dance dancing. It was, it was bad. Typical white people dancing. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, what came after that, though? After that is uh, AJ and Daniel Bryan getting teamed up for no reason against the Usos, who we haven't seen in a long-ass time. Yeah, I was going to say the Uso return. I was pretty pumped about that. Yeah, they didn't give him a lot of time to fucking get a good match, though. I mean, the match is decent because everyone in is like a quality wrestler, but they didn't even give him ten minutes, I don't think. No. And it wasn't, like, the match wasn't anything to, to talk about, really. No. Just caused a little a little bit of rift between uh, AJ and Brian, which says, like, why wouldn't there be? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's stupid. Yeah, that was dumb. Was uh, Evolution next? Uh, right after they showed, like, Paige backstage with a bunch of random former GMs of SmackDown. Yeah, <laughs> Teddy Long. You had Vicky Guerrero and then someone from the era that we didn't watch who the fans that like hate for some reason. Yeah, John uh John something. Yeah. I uh, I don't know about you, sorry dude. Yeah, it was John but Yeah, that's evolution coming out and reuniting. Which I thought was like Does Hills know about Evolution? I don't know, do you remember Evolution? Sounds familiar, that's like a group of guys like DX and that. Yeah, it's a stable, but it was like, uh, it was Batista, Ric Flair, Randy Orton, and Triple H. Sounds familiar. I would, the five or ten minutes that I got to watch the other day before Hulu took shit on us, uh, who were, or DX, I was, I was psyched to see that DX is back. Yeah, and did they do anything on Raw, Jeff? DX? Yeah. No. Did they have that? They had a video package before Kane on Undertaker's. Yeah, they just had a video package. That's it. So oh, yeah, nothing live. Are the members of DX any of the original, the OGs, X Pac? I mean, yeah. The, the original three were well. The original two were. Hold on, let me guess. Let me guess. X Pac, and wasn't Triple H part of it or something? Oh yeah. And Shawn Michaels, maybe. Yep. So, yeah. so right now, see, you, I got it. I, got, I still got it. <laughs> so right now, you got Triple H and Shawn Michaels as DX. No X Pac. No X Pac. What happened to him? He's actually doing okay. He was doing really bad, but now I've been listening to him on podcasts and like changed his life. So he's doing good. I think he still does some independent work. I wa- I tell you what. Uh, I was in Joe Rogan's podcast all the time, and what you know about DDPY. Oh, Jeff knows about Diamond the yoga. Dallas Page Yoga. You ever get down on some of that? Uh, DDP Yoga? Yeah. I'm familiar, but I, I, it's 
you're hard-pressed to get me to do yoga in the first place, and then let alone listen to DDP while I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, that's a real push. Yeah, that is. No, I've, I've put some thought into taking on yoga myself, but, you know, it's like people feel good and everything afterwards, but I just can't get past all the uh, bending, I don't know, just the whole gist of it all together. Yeah, it was maybe just the gayness of sitting there in your living room with your hands over your head and sitting there. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, uh, yeah, it's, Hills is like us. He's a real stiff guy. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. do a lot of stretching. Got, we, me and Eric were loading up the van to head on down here, and it was definitely crunched for space. I was like, man, I kind of need to bring my back roller, my old phone thing. This little phone thing that I pull old man shit with every night and morning sometimes, roll around on the ground with it. But it found its way into the van. Had It was a must. Yeah, we just oh, yeah. squeezed it under my feet. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, but I thought the evolution return was like... I, th- I thought Batista was straight. It was kind of cool to see. Like, they didn't do anything, but it was cool to see everybody together. But, like, my question was, like, was Evolution ever really a part of SmackDown? Do you remember that? No, I mean, uh, well, yeah, I remember it. And no, they weren't. Told, <laughs> someone even mentioned that's the first time all of Evolution have been on SmackDown because they were strictly evolving. So why do you think they made that a thing? Uh, just because everyone, everything else about the evening is nostalgic, so they just, well, that's the only thing around. I know. Well, that's so. sad. That's pathetic. Because they, they had nothing. To, I mean, it's whatever, but they had nothing to do with with SmackDown. No. But no, that's a good point. But anyway, like I said, I thought it was actually. I was surprised at how much I liked it. Like I didn't think it was going to be anything. I thought Batista was decent on the mic. It's a pure shoot, dude. Batista was talking from the heart. He was—he wasn't scripting up there. He was making a a couple of edgy jokes. No, it was definitely a shoot. Like they—they they were just talking like regular dudes. Yeah, like and, and multiple like. I think Orton at first, uh, I kind of challenged Triple H, and then Batista kind of challenged Orton. So it's a real confusing. You can tell Triple H is getting frustrated in the background by the way it's going. Oh yeah, and like oh, that was pretty funny. Oh yeah, sorry that might have been hard to hear you. We had a big jet, jet fighter plane just zoom over us. Uh, so basically, what I'm saying, like, it was purely going off the cuff, like improvising and shit. Because at first, like, just when they were all talking about the glory days, I think Orton mentioned the Triple H something about how he had never beaten him. And then further to the point, Batista, when he was talking about his glory days, mentioned that Orton never beat Batista. So then the crowd started chanting, like, one more match or something like that. Or, yes, they're, like, wanting them to have a match. And Triple H was clearly getting frustrated because, like, he didn't want the show to go that way at all, you know? Yeah. But, but no, they, they wanted the match between Batista and uh, Triple H. Oh, is that it? I'm sorry. I'm getting the whole fucking... Uh, too many meatheads in the kitchen. I'm getting them all confused. There, there was a lot of pork and beans in that ring. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I thought I thought it was pretty good. But yeah, that was super lame. I wanted that match so bad. That would have been the way to make that show actually like pop and be 
something cool, it would be to just have a random Triple H and Batista match at the end. Yeah, dude, that would have been sick. But I'm sure there's a reason why they didn't do it. Batista's probably not even down with it anymore. No, no, he, he, like he didn't come out in any small last year, so I'm guessing he's not worked out or anything. Who knows? I know he does movies now, so maybe he's still staying jacked. Yeah. Does The Rock ever come back and make, say, speaking of movie stars? Yeah. He, he pops his head in from time to time? Oh, yeah. He did, uh, what WrestleMania was that, Jeff, where he came out with the flamethrower? I want to say two and a half years ago. So, what was that, 2016? April 2016? 32? Yeah, that sounds about right. So, if it was that long ago, it was on Elon Musk's flamethrower. Marked, not a flamethrower. <laughs> I'm not sure. It was it was the weirdest segment ever. He just came out and lit this sign on fire with a flamethrower. Yeah, it's real clunky. And the, the, the Mark Ash fans really, like, they were booing him at WrestleMania. Like, while he was out doing it, they did not like it. Yeah, it was a strange appearance. But I think that's, is that the last time we saw him? Or did, was he on, like, a weekly show randomly one time? I think I remember. He might have done a... No, no, I think he's just tweeted the show before. Like, they showed his tweet last night. They I think they did that for Raw 25. Yep. Yep, they showed his tweet about how he told Vince he was going to uh, uh, say SmackDown tonight. And Vince was like, what does that mean? And he was like, it means you can get an ass whooping. <laughs> and uh, Vince said, all right, go for it. And that's how the name was born for the show. Or at least he's taking credit for it. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, that should be the name for it. Oh yeah, I would say so. Was the uh, the Edge cutting edge was next, right? Yeah, that was that was lame, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, you remember Edge? The wrestler? Yeah. No. So that was probably after you. Yeah. So there used to be these guys, Edge and Christian. So he came back for this. He was a big part of SmackDown for sure. Yeah, Edge didn't really debut in WWE till '98. Yeah. Yeah, he was... Uh, So, uh, he basically tries to tell Becky that she needs to uh, rekindle her friendship with Charlotte. Because at the end of her career, she'll have a bunch of titles but no friends, and she'll be lonely. Oh, damn it. Becky had some badass phrase to fucking dismiss that. Oh, she said, uh, he said... Um, you'll hate yourself, and she said, uh, I do, er, oh, she, he said you won't even like yourself, and she says, you're right, I won't like myself, I'll love myself. No. I <laughs> know, oh, she, she, she said that, but then she talked a little shit to Ed, too, and I forgot what she said to make fun of him, but the crowd really fucking loved it. Oh, no, I remember, it was awesome, she was like, uh, don't, don't hurt your neck on the way out of those ropes. Because this guy had like a neck in a career-ending neck injury. Oh, that's a low blow. Yeah, she was feisty. He's lucky. He didn't, she's lucky he didn't turn around and go Wayne Brady on her. Oh yeah. Not 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 in 2018 wrestling. No, no. no. Was there a lot of PC in wrestling? Yeah. They'll still. Yeah, it's a family product. It's a family product. They'll still get a little edgy sometimes, every once in a while, when Vince wants to get back to his roots. But uh, it's definitely calmed down. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, you don't even see much blood anymore. 
so after yeah you don't not a lot of gigging blading anymore where they used to cut themselves the blades what yeah and that was real when they yeah did? yeah oh yeah it's real blood it's just not a real injury they they're pulling the prison maneuvers hiding <laughs> razor blades under their tongues and shit in the tights or in their uh like wrist wrist like where they tape up god what if somebody there. slipped one day and just cut their fucking wrist right in the middle of the yeah. ring yeah I always think about that. Like, how dangerous would it be to just have blades in the ring? Yeah. I can't believe they did. Well, I think the ref had it half the time, too, didn't he? Yeah, the ref could have it. I mean, anything you can think of, any way to hide something. <laughs> Everybody's in on the on the joke. Everybody's in on the take. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we saw, this is a good story for you, Hillis. We were watching a pay-per-view one time when we were really little. And uh, do you remember the pay-per-view, Jeff? You talk about the boiler room brawl, right? Of course. <laughs> what is oh, it? Fuck. Now I'm going to have to get out the big book and look it up. Yep, this has got to be a, a Jeff Checks' his notebook segment. But, uh, yeah, the match was yeah. the match was called uh, the Boiler Room Brawl. So they were, like, fighting in a boiler room. Yeah. And it was uh, Mankind versus Big Show, right, Jeff? All right, I know both things. Mankind versus Undertaker. Was it Undertaker? I'm fairly positive. Okay, so Mankind versus Undertaker, and uh, all of a sudden, his hands are just super bloody. Like, he's move- he's leaving blood prints as he's, you know, crawling across the floor because Undertaker beat the piss out of him. He's, like, leaving bloody hand marks on doors. So we, like, rewound it, like, where did this happen? And uh, watched it again, over and over again. And in the one scene, the cameraman fucks up, and you can see him reach behind, like, this plywood that's leaned up against something. And he reaches behind it, and there's a bowl of, like, fake blood. Oh. And he just, like, dips his there's hand multiple, in it. multiple bowls of blood. Yeah, multiple bowls. So you can say there's, like, random like, nails like, on like, the board that they're <laughs> like, just when you get behind there, just drag your hand across it. <laughs> nope. I just, if you would set out water for your dog, that's, that's exactly what it looked like. It was just <laughs> Shoddy a cereal dish. Shoddy yeah. camera word. Fake-ass blood just smashed in the corner. Ask Eric here about the little bit of Undertaker knowledge I dropped on him about an hour ago. Oh, yeah. Did you find that? What what pay-per-view that was at, Jeff? I'm still rifling through, so hang with me. So, let me get this right. You got a notebook that dates back to the early 90s that you've been taking notes every week since then? Uh, well, I went back, like, you know, the, you ever seen the WWE Network over at Eric's? No. So, the network is basically like... Uh, UFC has one now. It's a subscription service. Yeah. And you pay ten bucks a month to get everything. Like yeah, like a Netflix for wrestling. I, that, I was just getting ready to say. So you pay ten bucks a month to just be able to watch any wrestling any time from any point in time. Yeah, anything that Vince owns, all the video libraries yeah. are on there. So he bought WCW, so all that shit's on yeah. there. ECW. Everything that's ever happened in WWF, WWE. So it's like, it's very extensive. I mean, you can spend the rest of your life. So yeah, <laughs> so Jeff, tell them about what, where you started. I started at WrestleMania of 98, right in the, right the heart of the Attitude Era. That's when the notebook and, started. Yep. So the, and it started from then to through 2007, and there's a gap where I haven't watched from 2007 to like 20. 15 when I started watching it again. But I started uh, writing down cards for all the pay-per-views. So you got... Oh, so just pay-per-views, not every week, every Monday Night Raw. In a not-so-quiet corner of Northwest Georgia, there's a little town where the moonshine gives you visions. 
where ghosts race along the back roads, where criminals gather at the edge of town and stalwart guardians defend the streets. Welcome to Garfield's Crossing. We're now funding a full voice cast version of our podcast on Kickstarter. To follow the campaign, look for Garfield's Crossing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, all that stuff. No, I was watching all of that shit. Like, I got, I got pages on uh, uh, complete belt history from 98 to 2003 or 2007 right now. So surely uh, you're at least on... Surely you're at least on your second notebook. I got I got one of those big fucking binders. I, I ditched a notebook a long that's, time ago. That's the word I was looking for, binders. I got yeah, binders. So basically you have a catalog from WrestleMania 98, which was what, WrestleMania? Oh shit, let me go back and check. <laughs> so you got from WrestleMania 98... To somewhere in 2007, everything that ever happened in WWF E. Yep. How old were you in 98? 10. Or probably 11, maybe, for him. Or no? 9. Oh, 9. 9. Yep, 9. Good work. I can't find the fucking match right now, though. I got. Oh, that, oh, that's a hell of a sell on a Taker Mankind. God damn it. Well, what? Do you think that was 99, Eric? I don't know. We definitely rented the DVD from Second Cinema. That's how I was wondering. <laughs> given the time reference I've been picking up on here, when you guys said you rewound it, yeah. I was like, God, maybe you guys are young enough to when you were kids there was DVRs. But no. Nope. So, and I was gonna, that explains it right there. I was gonna say I, I misspoke. It was definitely not a DVD. It was a VHS. Oh, even better. Yeah. I feel like it was like, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of the second cinema titles they always had. Was there something called Bad Blood? Yeah. Check for a Bad Blood, but maybe I'm just associating it with the word blood and that's total bullshit. No, it was definitely one of those weird pictures that they don't have anymore. Oh, yeah. So while you're looking, uh, how did the cutting edge end? After she told off Edge, Charlotte came out and like talked shit, and then where to go from there? I can't remember. Charlotte, uh, what the hell was I say? Charlotte interrupts the two fight, and they're separated by security in like thirty seconds. And by security, I mean guys in suits and then referee uniforms. Oh yeah, I gotcha. Um, oh, uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was, um, was it Booker T and, uh, King were the special guest commentary? Was that on the SmackDown Live? Was that the tag team championships? Yeah. Did you catch when, uh, they... They cut to an, uh, a visual of Booker T and uh, the King, and they were supposed to be talking, and nobody was talking, and Booker, like, tapped him on the hand to start talking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, that, that happened multiple times. First off, I don't like when they do that with the new day. And then you put two fucking old-timers in that spot. Now, the, like, you just 
want to be carry on a conversation the entire match. They don't know how the fuck this shit works. So they just chill and watch the match until they fucking realize the camera's on them. <laughs> you just see Booker T and Jerry the King Waller doing nothing. And then all of a sudden they start completely bullshitting on wrestling analysis out of nowhere. So clunky. Yeah, no, it was super clunky. Um, I can't fucking find this goddamn match right now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting here thinking, was like, is he still thumbing through all those? Because I thought I heard the pages turning. No, you can hear the pages turning. It's the mic's picking it up great. <laughs> um, so the other part I wanted to say was Big Show's heel turn. Did you like that? Oh, that, I completely forgot about that. That is spicy. Yeah, that was like the best part of the show for me. I don't know why I've been such a Big Show mark lately, but like he turned on the uh, so um, because so, you don't know Hills, the tag team champs are uh, the New Day and they're facing the Bar on SmackDown. And the bars like the heels and or the bad guys and the new guy the new days the good guys, and uh, Big Show came out. You remember him? Yeah. Still doing it, man. He came out. Lizard. <laughs> what was it? There's a lizard on the wall. Over there. Oh. <laughs> good thing Stephanie's out here. <laughs> we've, shit. we've been called to action. Hurry up, you idiots. <laughs> Imbeciles. <laughs> so um, uh, yeah, the Big Show comes out and helps the bad guys. And uh, win the titles. I thought that was the best part of the whole show. So the bar, as you called them, that's are they, the, do they yeah. dress up like lawyers or what? No, like they, their motto was, uh, "We don't, we don't just set the bar. We are the bar." Oh god. They're, yeah. <laughs> Which you know what's interesting? You watch the Ford commercials now, and that's the, the that's, yeah yeah. Well, that's a common saying, like we set the bar, or yeah. Yeah, but they said we are the bar. Yeah. It's just weird. I may have stolen it from Seamus and Cesaro. It's possible. It reminds me of an old bar I used to drink at called R-Bar. <laughs> what is it? R-Bar. Just the letter R-Bar. I think it's supposed to be like our bar, but... Okay. R-Bar. Huh. And what is that? What's R-Bar? It's a place out in front of Caddy's Peoria. Oh, okay. In front, so, okay. front of KK facility. Gotcha. Nice place to grab a burger for lunch. Definitely some shady characters. Looks like they've been awake for a couple days in there. Oh, shit. I think I got a... So I just went, I went to the internet to try and find the pay-per-view. Okay. Um, and, like, I just got this page saying history of the boiler room brawl match. The first one is Mankind Defeated the Undertaker in 96. The second one is Mankind Defeated the Big Show in 99. I think that's probably the one we're talking about. So let me find that shit real quick. Yeah, I think it was the Big Show. <laughs> Is that a in your house pay per view? Okay. That's real old school. And what year is that? Ninety nine. Okay. Nineteen ninety nine in your house. Just look it up on the <laughs> network. Check out the blood bowls. Let us know what you think. <laughs> it's some classic material. Oh, you know what else I was gonna ask you, Jeff? Um What's up? on SmackDown Live, uh, Edge mentioned that he had some kind of match with Eddie Guerrero that was, like, real infamous. Do you remember what he said? Uh, I, I remember him mentioning, but I don't know what he said, no. We gotta, I gotta rewind that, because I definitely want to check it out. It was, like, a last man standing or no holds barred or no DQ or something like that. 
I mean, I could look it up. No, that's all right. Yeah. Um, Jeff, did you see that uh, your boy Wolf <clears throat> over there in Ireland hitting up local wrestling matches? Did he end up going to that independent show? Yeah, I told him about it, but uh, so Wolf was worried about not being able to get tickets, and I said, "No, just go, man. Like these independent promotions are they're starving for money." So he went and got in. He got a ticket, and he said it was he's like I haven't talked to him a lot about it, but he's got pictures, and I wanted to have him on the podcast next week or maybe sometime soon to talk about it. Oh, for sure. But it was supposed to be like an all women's tournament, but I don't know if it was. The pictures that I saw that he posted, it was two guys wrestling in there. That's what I was. That's why I yeah. said that. I don't Looking know. He had good ticket season, just like the third row back or something. Yeah, I mean, it was probably a small venue, yeah. but yeah, it was. Um. Anything else? Oh yeah, Ray Mysterio. We got to talk about Ray. Oh yeah. So before we go to that, the. Uh, yeah, the t- SmackDown Live tag team titles change hands because Big Big Show comes in and interferes, and uh, so the Bar is the new champions with help from Big Show. And I don't know if that's going to keep going on, but that was pretty cool. Did you? Yeah, I'm done with that. Did you? Uh, the choke slam that Kofi took through the announce table was like the best Big Show choke slam in forever. Yeah, that was, that was a real solid choke slam, man. That, that, that had the power behind it. Yeah, and Kofi took it great. So yeah, let's do let's wrap let's wrap up the wrestling talk with uh, we got dinner cooking. I think it's about ready. We're going on an hour and seven minutes so far. Oh shit, a lot of rambling tonight. That's okay. So um. Yeah, it was it was good. I think it was good good for the listeners. I think it was a good chat. Um, so yeah, Rey Mysterio back. Looks like he has like something going for long term because he uh, won a match over uh, Shinsuke Nakamura for the uh, World Cup tournament at uh, at Crown Jewel. What'd you think of that one? The match itself. Yeah. Uh, overall, the match is really good. I. I... I was hyped for it because I, I like that matchup. It just sounds like uh, like new cruiserweight versus old style cruiserweight. You know, it's two different eras of wrestling, straight up. Yeah. Like strong style versus lucha style at, at its core. You know. Oh yeah, he did. Uh, like Ray, Ray was still looking sweet. His uh, that Frankensteiner he did off the top rope. Yeah, that was fucking sick. It was classic, and I think. There was a mistake at the end. I want to get your take on this. Do you think when he jumped up on the ropes for the finish, he was supposed to do something else? You're talking about for, like, it, it was going to be the 619 to the West Coast pop, and it ended up being a West Coast frog splash? Yeah, exactly. It was like a West Coast splash. Yeah, you got absolutely no air on the splash either. So, yeah, I would say it's a fuck up. Because, like, even if he like if he was gonna go for just a splash, he would still get a good jump. Like he he he, he appreciates good frog splash. He's right fucking Mysterio. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I thought I thought it was oh another great spot from that match. He did like a suicide dive, but instead of the second rope, he went under it and just like baseball slid out of the ring and and like did a splash onto uh onto Shinsuke. Do you remember that part? Yeah, he. Uh, 
don't know if he waxed his belly before, but he fucking slid on that shit like a seal. Going yeah. under the bottom rope, and Shinsuke, instead of being stood up like people usually are nowadays for the suicide dives, he was laying down outside the ring, and it ended up just being a seal frog splash. Yeah. Yeah, that was... It, it was awesome. That and the Frankensteiner were my favorite parts of the match. But yeah, it was. I thought it was super good. I'm excited for him to have a little one more last run. Did you like his mask? Yeah. It, it had a little extra pop on top, but yeah, I, I really like the color scheme and everything. Yeah, I was only. I, I don't like. I don't like that. Uh, his music ever since like 2008 has changed. That's about yeah. That's what was exactly what I was going to say. I wanted that who's that jumping out the sky, R-E-Y. Oh, uh, he hasn't had that since, like, 2004. I know, but that's what I wanted. Oh, yeah, same here, but... Yeah, he went from the R-E-Y to the, uh... Budica, Budica, 619! Yeah. And that, that got altered with this thing where if you're not live, you can't hear the fucking start of the music. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you're like, oh my god, Rey Mysterio. Like, I don't hear any music. Yeah, and he took a little while to get out of Gorilla. There was some kind of holdup. Yeah, he's probably just shaking hands with people backstage. You know how those reunions go. They gotta shake hands with everyone. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that that about does it for SmackDown 1000. But I thought overall it was I thought that match was cool and the uh, tag team match was cool. So I thought it was alright. And Evolution surprised me. Oh yeah, dude. The evolution was solid. Well, a bit long, but solid. So before we go to, uh, before we gotta get out of here and put a bow on this thing, uh, we're gonna need a Bulls update. Hell yeah, dude, I'm down. Alright, whenever you're ready, hit us with that 30-second Chicago Bulls update. That's a tough matchup in the East. Oh, yeah, dude. And the Sixers just lost to Boston in Boston on the first um, game of the season, so they're going to be all hot bodies. So don't expect to win tonight, but <laughs> no. fans should be upbeat about uh, Zach Levine and not Jabari Parker because Jabari has kind of been focused thus far. We'll see if he can turn it around in the regular season. So what do you think about Let's, let's get a prediction. Oh, God. Uh, NBA League Pass is free uh, for this first week. So if you want to watch some NBA for free out of market, that's your chance. It's free. Okay. I definitely need to jump on that. Hell yeah. Especially while you're in Florida, man. So before before we get out of here, and since it is the first game of the season, we're going to need your prediction. Where What seed do the Bulls end up in in the Eastern Conference? What seed? Yeah, what seed? Oh, shit. (laughs) 
nine. <laughs> deep thought. That was that so deep. deep thought. That was so deep. You put him at nine. Nine. So missing the playoffs. I, I want to put him higher, but nine's a safe bet. Okay, we'll see how that. Be- so what are we thinking? What? Give me a game. Give me a game. Give me a record. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say 37 and whatever 82 minus 37 is. <laughs> well, you're the math. You're the math whiz. You tell us. Yeah, you're the and, teacher. Uh, fuck. What's the what's the problem? <laughs> Eighty-two minus thirty-seven. Eighty-two. Yeah, I've already had a couple. Thirty-seven and forty-five. That's that right. Yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah, thirty-seven and forty-five. Okay, so we got a thirty-seven to forty-five record with a number nine seed. That's your that's your pick for the season. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna keep an eye on that. That'll make it a little more entertaining. Hell yeah. Let's hope it's higher. Alright, you got anything else for the week of wrestling that was? It was kind of a slow week. Just hang tight with them while they get through this shitstorm that is Crown 2 will followed up by Evolution the week and a half after. Yeah, it's uh, Wrestling will be fine if you're not content with it now. Just be patient. It'll be fine in November. Oh yeah, well it's bogus that they even did this Crown Jewel right now. They should have just let the women really have the spotlight. Because now they're still getting dogged by by Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. Like, how stupid is that? Totally, dude. Alright, well, thanks, Hills, for coming on with us, bruh. Well, I say, while sitting here, I'm thinking to myself, you know, and I thought about it beforehand when we started talking about this, maybe I'll, I'll start getting into the wrestling a little bit more, watching those late-night watches put on to fall asleep, too. That way I'll know a little, little bit of what's going on, maybe come on again. Yeah, because they, uh, it's on Hulu. It's the Hulu version. Oh, I see it. Me and Eric here piggyback off each other's Hulu accounts and Netflix accounts, so I see what he watches. Oh, yeah. And it's definitely it's definitely something good you can throw on a late night for sure. It's best time to watch it, man. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I will try to get this up tonight or tomorrow, Jeff, but it'll be up soon. Check it out on uh, SoundCloud or on the uh, Apple Podcast app. Just search Boom DDT Podcast and give us a follow and a rating. If you want to fuck with us, throw us a bone. Hell yeah. Oh, you got to get an Instagram, Jeff, so you can start following this. That's your, that's our next task. Jeff's stuck in uh Down one follower <laughs> right there. Do your part. <laughs> yeah, do your part. Yeah, I'm not stuck in the attitude era. Don't, don't do social media, really. Yep. But I'll try to give me an Instagram thing. I feel you. I just got off the book myself, cold turkey. Got yeah. it. Got a new phone. Bam! Just didn't load it up. I was like, I'm off that shit. It's not a bad idea. You All start right. to notice how how glued to the other people, how glued to their phones other people are once you get rid of that stuff. Seriously. Oh yeah. All right, dude. Well, I will catch you uh, next Thursday for sure. I'll talk to you before that. I'm sure. But yeah, I'll get this up and I'll let you know when it's up. Sounds good. Go Bulls. <laughs> Go Bulls. Night, night. Night, night. Later, Jeff. All right, peace, dude. This year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime 
on any device and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit VSPDirect.com today. That's VSPDirect.com. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 